Hello, everyone, all Toku Toku fans out there. This is Proto Sonic as well as Crownless King, and we are. Oh, I didn't. I, I now <laughs> I, I got you on. Now you can say hi. I forgot to change the mic. My mistake. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But we would like to welcome you to the very first podcast episode of that other Toku podcast, where we're gonna be talking about you know stuff going on in the Toku world, as well as reviewing episodes of shows that are you know sadly not Kamen Rider or Super Sentai slash Power Rangers, not yet. Because I mean, I think of it like this, Crown, that we have a whole bunch of podcasts out there, and and, and nothing wrong with them. That we have a bunch of podcasts out there that are already Kamen Rider and Super Sentai Power Rangers. If I'm yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and even like I've even found one that was just for VR Troopers, and I'm like, oh, I gotta start listening to that. And so <laughs> oh, I, nice. so we wanted to just give like the shout out to all the other Toku shows out there, whether they're from Japan or states or even in China and all the other places. So. Um, just to get a little background on the show, we've kind of been working on this for the past few weeks, and we wanted to have we wanted another person to be a part of it, but sadly he couldn't be a part of it um just yet, um because he's focused on his fighting game stuff, and yeah. and I think that's definitely important. Imp- speed. The one thing I forgot to do. <laughs> the one thing I forgot to do was turn off the notifications. So I know <laughs> I know there was a follow. I'm not gonna lie, there was definitely a follow. I appreciate the follow, and I'm gonna turn it off just for right now. So I'm gonna switch over to my speed running stuff. Like I'm gonna start closing. <laughs> I gotta close all this stuff first. So close the browsers, because oh god, that was loud. I gotta spell all that shoot right in my ear. So. <laughs> um. So I think we should be good now. If not, then we're, it's whatever. Um. So we've been working on this for the past few weeks, and I wanted to originally come up with a list of shows like that are like let's just throw the random shows out there. Let's like throw in Gridman, Armor Hero from Japan. Um. You know, uh, what was it? Beverly Hill Teenagers, like Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Or whatever. Well, I remember what it what it said to you. I I told you I don't even watch it those series because I didn't know about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was like I only reason I knew about Armor Hero was because I watched it in college and the crazy thing was was that like I was like, Oh my god, this show is so crappy, but it's really because it was the English dub. But it's, it's something like it's so bad, but it's so good. Exactly, yeah. So bad, it was so good. <laughs> I mean, like, and like we we were talking about this, and then um you brought up Ultraman, and you in particular brought up Ultraman Z, and I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. I haven't watched like I'm not gonna lie, I haven't watched Ultraman since Ultraman Tiga was on Foxbox in 2002. So the last Ultraman I watched was the Netflix one. Uh, yeah, that's it's not bad. Yeah, I haven't. It's I, I've, nice, but not bad. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've been watching that one too. I realized I, I should. I was. I was thinking like the standard 
you know, giant kaiju Ultraman. Like, last one of those was Ultraman Tiga in 2002 on the Fox box. And that was, like, that was when, like, Fox Kids just changed to something else. And then went the four kids. And I'm like, whatever. But then I did yeah. I did start watching yeah. the Ultraman Netflix show. And I'm really happy. And I'm really happy that they are going to have a season two for it. So, major props to um, the Ultraman production team. I've, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of it. Because I try. I... I I know it. I can picture it in my head. Starts with like the TSU, like Sue something. I'm not even gonna try it. Next next week we'll <laughs> next week we'll figure out those pronunciations. Yeah. Um, but well, when you say Tiga, I was like Tiga. You mean Tiga or with something like that? <laughs> well, I mean, it might be Tiga, but I mean, I know in the states they call it Ultraman Tiga. It's like Ultraman Tiga. I'm like, I had, I literally, <laughs> I watched. The trip. I watched the intro for that. I'm like, they really do emphasize. There's a lot of Ultraman in this, and I watched the Japanese um opening. And it's like that really focused more on the team around Ultraman, like which is like the typical thing for an Ultraman show to have. Is of course you have the main protagonist, a part of this unit, whether it's like guts or storage, like an Ultraman Z, and then you have Ultraman, this like himself or herself, depending on which one you're watching. And then you have the team, you have that team supporting it, which is like, oh, we're here just to, you know, shoot, like, shoot and fire rockets and drive, you know, planes and stuff like that. Well, high-tech planes. Yeah. Um, but well, you, you go first, you go first. Uh, let's say, well, for example, when you say Tiga, uh, for me, when the first uh, Ultraman I watched was Ultraman... Uh, what's his name? Hiyata, I think. Okay. Hayata, I remember. Ultraman Hayata. And that was was aired in the 85 in Mexico. Wow. But no. But also in those year in those years also they uh, they show with uh, Ultraman Hayata. Tiga Ultra Seven. But those Tapes were destroyed by the earthquake of the '85. Oh, okay. uh, well, that happened in those years. But in another broadcast TV, and they show with the again Ultraman Hayata again in the nighting in the '93. Okay, it was like one year. Guy, <laughs> well, I used to have like one year between one and two years old. When they aired the episodes, and I really remember when I watched it, I watched it, and uh, it was really awesome for me because I really remember when I used to play in my background, saying "I'm Ultraman," and I used uh, also I did the poses. Okay, I, I mean, remember I did that. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> I mean, I could definitely say like that's awesome because. Once again, you were you have way more experience when it comes down to Ultraman versus me, and I feel like watching this new series as, as it's going on is gonna. I feel I hope that it gets me like for me in particular revitalizing like watching more Ultraman versus like your Common Riders and Power Rangers. I, I'm not really caught up with Super Sentai in a long in a long time. Like the last one, I'll just say this: like the last Super Sentai I watched entirely if I remember correctly was like Shikinger and Gokaiger. I skipped Gosager. Oh, 
like I like I love Gokaiger. Like from what yeah. like and then when they had Pluto when like Pluto T V they show all the super like a lot of the super sentais now going from children Sentai Jetman all the way up to um Hurricaner. You're I, lucky. I have to use a VPN to watch it because if I watch it in my site, I have to be like the telenovelas. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean really Yeah. Um <laughs> and like I've watched like I watched a lot of the um like some Jetman and I'm like, oh my god, like that was really good, I like it. And then like after that, like whenever it came on Pluto, like whenever it comes on Pluto TV, like right now, I think right if I'm looking right now, just for like giggles and everything, and as my cat is staring at me, probably telling me to move a little faster with this. Um, <laughs> that I'm just curious now. What what are they playing right now? Because I just I just honestly just skip right past. They're playing O Ranger right now. They're playing um Toru. Choriki Sentai O Ranger, which is for if some people don't know, is the Jap Super Sentai equivalent of Power Ranger Zio. Um, but and and this is like what I like. Well, like for us to start off with is like what got us into Toku. And I know for a lot of people, Toku for them started off with, of course, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. For some people, and including myself, even though I'm a '93 baby. My mom recorded episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and now she is like, oh my god, I created such a monster now because of that. <laughs> and, I mean, like, my thing... I, you too? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I grew... Like, for me, like... But, and, like, you like you started off... you. I, I'm assuming you started off with Ultraman, and I started off well, with Mighty Morphin, possibly. <laughs> well, technically, yes. I mean... I'm born in the 92, but in Mexico they used to re- broadcast old series oh. all the time. But okay. for example, when you watch the Power Rangers, I watch it in my year like the it was, I was the 95, I think. It was the first season of Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and I remember they broadcasted it at the same time with VR Troopers and Masked Rider. At yeah. the same time, or also, uh, for example, you have to in the USA you have to wait like uh, one week for every episode, right? Yep. Well, here in Mexico, we only have to wait like the next day. Oh, wow! Because we have the series and translated. Oh. We have to wait for the US version then to. Then they said send it to the um, in those times they used to send it to Mexico in the central Mexico. I mean Mexico in those times was Mexico DF or right now is Mexico CDMX CDMX. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to send it in there to translate it and then send it to all the TV channels. Okay. But for example. That was for Power Ranger, for Mask Rider, and for VR Troopers. Uh, it was really famous because I remember when they aired every Toast series, it was like the rebroadcast of Massinger Z2. Uh-huh. Massinger Z, sorry. <laughs> so it was like a really big boom here. Okay. If you didn't have like a Power Ranger, 
mm-hmm. who was nothing. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like wow. the in the documental of the toy that made us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch it. Ah, uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, well, you you have to watch it. It's a really cool episode. Okay. Because you you know the history of how the Power Rangers began, but for right now in the Ultraman thing, it was really difficult to get toys. It was awesome here, and it was really like it here in Mexico. Yeah. I jumped the sky, turned to a rider kick. Ah, yeah, yes. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, like as we like we're talking about this, that, um, like. Like we both, like we we kind of we walk. Like I feel like for a lot of us, we've all got to start with Power Rangers, and I know for myself, like that love of Power Rangers really grew into other things because I did. Did I watch? Did we watch Be- um, Big Bad Beetleborgs? I I know I did for a fact. Like I still have some of the toys. Mask Rider. Sub- I really like it, Dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hopefully, maybe we can review. We can either I would say it maybe at some point once we finish Ultraman Z. We'll probably maybe do like a like a viewer vote possibly where it's like, hey, pick the next show for us to watch. And I would yeah. say let's I would say let's just put it in there for fun. Like let's have big big bag Beetleborgs and then the actual um this the metal beetle fighter um equivalent to it. I think it was like Junko B Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um and then of course like Mask Rider Saban's Mask Rider. I remember it a little bit, but I definitely don't want to watch it again from what I remember of it. Um, I did watch Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, and that was literally all S's. I didn't. Like, like, I'll say this. Deke was very... I I was very appreciative of Deke to actually make that, like, like to actually bring that over... bring Gridman over to there. Because I remember the song was like, Superhuman Samurai... Damn, damn. Like they had a guitar and it was like, oh, let's kick some Gigaboy. I'm like, okay, we're really gonna play. <laughs> we're gonna play the technology thing on here. Let's do it. And I, I even have some. I, I'm even looking at one of my old lunch boxes from it. And to be honest, I don't remember if if that show it was here. To be honest, I don't remember it. Yeah, and I think maybe that one probably stayed over here, probably as well as um, you know, tattoo teenage alien, I mean, tattoo teenage yeah. alien fighters from Beverly Hills. Like that one, we pro- America probably kept over here, and you're you you should be very happy you haven't seen it because that was glorified booty cheeks. <laughs> really? Oh yes. I mean, I understand what they were trying to do, and it it fell so hard because it's like you have like the teenage the teenagers like they the the only thing they did was put them in like tight spandex and have like a mask over their face. I think they were supposed to be representative of the um of the constellations in the sky. I don't remember. I think we should put that down as well if we have like if we can get past it like if we can have a season 2 of that other Toku podcast, we're going to put I want to put that in there. Let's torture ourselves and let's watch some tattoo teenage alien fighters. <laughs> well, else this will sound really bad, for example, when I watch it again, Ultraman Ayata, mm-hmm. I always messed up that name, <laughs> to be honest. When I watched it, it was like, the guy in the suit, it really looks really skinny. But after watching the newest series of Ultraman, I'm like, oh my, 
effing god. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so buff. Yeah, like, he looks so like they look so buff, but it's like it's not they're like what they had like the materials that they use is not regular spandex. It looks like it's just plain old scuba gear that they just painted. I'm like, yeah. like you look so tough in that, and it's like, but I feel like it might be really hard to move in those. Um, I'm looking at one of the um messages on here. I actually started getting into Tokusatsu seriously when I started watching Kamen Rider Gaim and Kamen Rider Decade. He's one of your guys. Yep, I will definitely say I love Gaim. I've never watched Decade, and I, I rarely, I remember, and I'm just fast forwarding now, so I'm going to fast forward a little bit into the future, like, I've been past middle school, still watching Power Rangers, watch Kamen Rider Dragonite, and so, Kamen Rider Dragonite, oh, I, really love it. I, lo- I actually love Dragonite, I feel like his biggest downfall was just being on the CW for kids, because they kind of messed it up they just messed it up entirely when it comes down to like the scheduling and you know put in the t- put in the correct time slots and everything and they didn't even I, if i remember correctly they did not put the last two episodes on air like you had to watch them online um YouTube? yeah no not through youtube it was through like their cw for kids thing um but well, like that's mexico, no longer it was in mexico it was airing in a channel called Canal Cinco. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really popular TV show, well, TV uh, TV channel here in Mexico. Uh, they only show it like Dragon Night at 4 p.m. in the afternoon, so every kid could watch the TV show. And I remember, remember when they say, "Hey, do you watch a new episode of Power Rangers?" Uh, it's Cameron Ryder. Yeah, uh, it's the same thing. Uh, no, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Well, they transform. Yeah, but no, it's not the same thing. Well, anyway, do you watch it? Yes. But also, I remember when they skipped the scenes when Ryuki, I really messed up when I had to remember his name in English. Yeah. <laughs> the Ryuki transformed the, his suit from red to black. Uh, here in, in this side, and it was like, how? Why? Why is it double? Yeah. Why? And I definitely think like with with Dragonite, like the one thing that they did was like they did they I feel like they stuck to the script of Ryuki a little bit. Albeit I know re, from what I've from what I've heard of Ryuki is that they had to have a movie to retcon the ending, if I remember correctly, and because they were just no they were just killing writers off left and right. Because I know in Dragon Knight, they were like, oh, they're not dead. You're just in the Advent Void, which is like, it's like the, um, it's like where they just go to rest and, you know, they can't get out. Like, unless they have, like, this magic, have the card for it or whatever. But, um, yeah, I remember that. That was, it was interesting to say the least. Um, so we fast forward a little bit. I, and I will say it was around the time I started college. Well, in high school, like, my friend Josh, we were always talking about Super Sentai and stuff like that. So, we all, like, me and him, we always watched She Kendra together. And we always talked about it. Even though, like, she, at this point, She Kendra was done and they were on Gosager. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about Gosager, but it was like, okay, we get it as angels and stuff like that. It was like, whatever, let's go back to the samurai stuff. Um, at this point, I kind of went away from Power Rangers just a little bit because... You know, they took a hiatus, like, in 2010 because of that 
re- they did a reboot of Mighty Morphin, which is just more Comic Sans and let's throw in these comic effects and everything. Honestly, that was stupid. <laughs> so well, that gave me an. I'll say this. Let me tell you something. Yeah. At least you have a friend to talk about it. I was a loner. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I was like, it's really difficult to say I like Power Rangers here in Mexico. Yeah. And still, because you get a lot of insults and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, and like over here, I feel like it is a little bit better just because I feel like, because well, I know in the States, we do embrace that nerd culture and the geek culture a little bit more now, especially when Comic-Cons are now getting very popular and, you know, we even have like like this Ranger Stop, Power Morphicon. I know where I'm at, hopefully, you know, with this whole COVID-19 situation, Hopefully, it gets a little bit better, but which, I mean, just the states, no offense. I'm not trying to get political on here. I'm just going to say it like it is. We're not doing a good job, and that's just my opinion. But hopefully, like, we have a, there's one coming up in November called Ranger, not Ranger, yeah, Ranger Stop is in Florida. Ranger Station, that's going to be something, which is like, it's a little smaller and it's like we got some like there's gonna be some cosplayers there, and there's a couple actors coming from Power from the Power Ranger series, um, but we'll see what happens with it. I know that a lot of them are doing like the cameo, like using the cameo app. I mean, I'll be you're paying like between twenty five to eighty bucks for an actor to tell you like to say like happy birthday or give a shout out or that kind of stuff. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'll be you can keep it forever nothing wrong with that but it's a lot of money we just say the happy birthday stuff I remember the one of the birthdays of my brother uh, the piñata it was a red power ring from Mikey Morphy oh wow you didn't use the power did you use the power sword to pop that piñata open back (laughs) it was like that he even got uh, a lot of stuff here like the bolsita de dulces like the candy bag of mm-hmm. every also stuff even the cake was it has a really big power ranger in there i really remember that is really here in my mind i can't forget that yeah. also i remember because we didn't want to hit the piñata <laughs> i mean i, I can i can kind of see why with that i mean it's the red power ranger like, no i mean everybody loves the red power ranger i mean i was like for me i mean Either like with Mighty Morphin, you either like the Red Power Ranger or the Green Power Ranger. Nobody really focuses on everybody else, and I'm like, I'm I sorry. used to be the blue one. <laughs> That's good. I mean, my brother was the blue one. Like we had like the costumes and everything when we were like little kids. So he had the blue one. I had the White Ranger one, and I mean, I still have it. I can't fit it anymore. I think that will definitely not be <laughs> a good sight to see. I mean. If somebody wants to make an OnlyFans for that, go right ahead. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm like, no way, Jose. We're not doing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did. I, I, I like as we're talking about this, I did feel you know really lucky that I had some people to talk to about it. You know, in high school with it, and when I did like my first college visit, the one person, like one person, I was like, like shadowing. He was watching Comrade or Kabuto. And I'm like, 
oh, I never heard of this. Like, I remember about Kamen Rider, but I'm like, after I saw it, I'm like, oh my god, this is, like, I gotta start getting back into Kamen Rider. So, time to jump a little bit more forward now. We are in, if I remember correctly, 20... I think Gaion came out in 2013, I believe. I'm going a, I'm to a look that up right now. I'm going to look... I, I'm just curious now. Kamen Rider 2013. So, in 2013, that was my sophomore... No, no, no. Yeah, about my sophomore going... Like, sophomore year of college. Um, definitely watched a... I watched... I was glued to Kamen Rider Gaium the entire time. Like, when it started to when it ended. And that, that was one show that definitely got me motivated to, you know, continue watching Kamen Rider. And at this point, still watching Power Rangers when it's on. Like, trying to catch it. I mean, when I was working... I, like when I'm working in the fitness center, about which I know the one person in my VIP in my Twitch chat, he knows because we used to work together. Um, <laughs> when it came to noon, when it came to noon in the fitness center, I had the remote. I would when nobody was in there, I'll be like, "Let's change up the Nickelodeon. Let's watch some Power Rangers." And I did. I I did. I have no shame in my game with that. And. <laughs> Like that cool, really, cool. like it definitely motivated me to watch more. Like try to watch that show a little bit more often. So, watched Mega Force, Super Mega Force. I don't those in my opinion that was not the greatest. That was a very bad season. Watched Gaium, loved it. I was happy with Gaium. Watched Kamen Rider Drive, loved it. Like I watched that was another show I went like I watched it from beginning to end. Well, let me tell you something. Go right ahead. Here in Mexico, uh, we only have Power Rangers. We didn't have the shows like Kamen Rider and stuff like that. We only have Mask Rider and Kamen Rider Dragon Knight. Yeah. So and I'm even ignorant of every show of Kamen Rider. And for the, could you say, uh, for Ultraman and Super Sentai, I didn't know about that, to be honest. For me, it was like, oh, cool, Power Rangers is awesome. It was made in the USA. Uh, when I got, like, in college, no, college, no, it was uh, when I have, like, 14 years old, I think, I think. I don't remember which year was her Kamen Rider EX8. X8, that right. was, I'm trying to think, because I'm, I'm trying to go backwards, because 2020, that, that's 01, then we go 2019, ZO. Then build, then no, X A. I'm, I'm, 2016. Yep, I, I mean I'm a I'm a double check it right now. Like here we go. Let's X A. X A came out in 2000. You're right, 2016. Yeah, it's right. You're right. You're, the real gem. You're right. Uh, it was airing that time, and I remember I watched it, but I didn't know it was a Kamen Rider show. Because I was watching video game stuff, and then it was suggested for YouTube, and it was like, "What is this show? It looks so silly. It looks weird." Yeah, I love it. I love it. What is this? I don't understand the Japanese title, but what is this? Yeah, like I, I would definitely say, because I know, I know Ball, I know Ballin's in here. Ballin plays. He loves Kamen Rider X Aid. I'm sorry, I could, I, 
I literally could not. I mean, I'm glad you loved it, Crown. You loved it. I could not get into X8. I just thought, I'm like, oh, Lord. This too, it's too <laughs> colorful for me. Like, there's too many neon colors. And I'm like, and I was like, nope, I'm done. I can't watch it. Even though it's video game related, I'm like, I can get into that. But it's like the, the suits kind of threw me off completely. I'm like, nope, that's it. And then that's well, when I took the longest break in Kamen Rider. <laughs> well, after that, I lost the track for the Power Ranger stuff. And I was more focused on the video game stuff. And mm-hmm. I made a video game called Beautiful Joe. Oh yeah, definitely. I love. I actually like. I love Beautiful Joe. I played one and two. I never played the well, DS game. I have the one, two, the Red Hot Rumble, and the DS game. Ooh. I have the four games. Oh, you you have the whole Beautiful Joe collection. I would definitely. Yeah. I would definitely say Capcom. If you're listening to this, remaster it. Put it on the Switch. Put it on everything. People love Beautiful Joe. So, I definitely agree with you on that. Hello, I'm late. Hey, what if, girl? Um, It's okay. Yeah. So. Well, after that, well, I keep, let's keep doing this. And then in the 2006, it was, I think it was that year, I met No More Heroes. And and I was like, that game has some references from Power Rangers and that show, but I can't remember that name. It was Ultraman and stuff like that. Yeah. But after the release of a really big fucking awesome game, mm-hmm. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Oh, definitely. Like I was I... like, this is awesome. This is beautiful. I remember when I watched the teaser because I ha- I tried to disconnect from the Toku stuff. Uh-huh. I didn't even know it was called Toku. But when I watched the trailer, I cried. I cried in my work. And the people next to me was, why are you crying? Yeah. It, it was like, no, it was nothing. It was nothing. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, I remember uh, I remember when the trailer came out too. Yeah. Keep going. Also, the one who say uh, the one here, I mean, I think he here is my girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend's here. Yeah. She can say well, she can say she saw that, and she was like, "Why are you crying?" <laughs> After the release, I had the chance to play it. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And thanks to you, I really remember that. Yeah, it was you <laughs> when you posted in the Discord server the big the pictures of Kamen Rider Zero One. I was like, "What is this?" Oh yeah, so and I can definitely say I've been watching Kamen Rider Zero One. I know you've been watching Kamen Rider Zero One. You are way ahead of me because you are. I think you're on episode thirty six, going on to thirty seven, if I remember correctly. So you're yes, you're right on the mark. I'm only at episode 16. I just finished the um, the MarbusoJedi.net um, arc. And I'm getting into the, the Zaya arc now with Guy. So, and I'm at this point, I'm like, I don't like Guy. I'm, I'm, I'm still an Aruto fan. Mm-hmm. I am still an Aruto fan and an Izu fan. Like, I need to see him do his work. Be the cool president. Because, you know, that's the Aruto way. 
Um, oh, Jim, I have the game too. Yeah, you do have the game. I know you've been telling me about it. I haven't bought it yet just because I've been focusing on other... To. I'm going to make sure I do. And I'm just... I'm waiting. I'm going to be patient and just wait for a price to drop, but which I doubt there's going to be a price, jo- a price drop for it. So I might as well, well just suck it up and go on Amazon and buy it. <laughs> at least you can have it in a really cheap price compared to Mexico. <laughs> be- why? You, you will say, why? Well, you have it like $60. Right? Um, I, no, I don't think we do. I think for me, I'm gonna look it up. I believe like because it's still an, you, it's still an import game. I think it's eighty it, bucks. Well, if you look for it in your Amazon site in the USA, you have like the highest price was sixty dollars. Here in Mexico, I paid for my game two thousand eight hundred fifty two pesos. Okay. And that is like uh, uh, $100. Holy, oh dear God. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to complain. It was the, and it was the regular version. Because if I added uh, 400 pesos more, I could get the special edition. Yeah. With the watch. Oh, okay. So I was like, I need that game. Yeah, I might. I need it fast. Yeah, I might buy the game, but it's eighty bucks on Amazon. I mean, it's nice because it's like, hey, you got Amazon Prime, but I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm like, I'll think about it. Um, and you just so made me, you just, and you just made me think well, of some stuff with that. But you continue on. Well, here in the chat says, I got my copy of game at pretty reasonable price thanks to PlayAsia. I wanted to buy it in there too. It was really cheap, to be honest. It was the of the price I paid, but the problem uh, it was that for the you know this big virus we have here right now, mm-hmm. uh, they say they say they didn't deliver to Mexico. Uh, it was kind of like uh, an addict, an addict uh, who needed uh, their drug. I needed, I needed, I needed. Right now, <laughs> I needed, I needed. Then I I searched for it in the in the store like the eBay from the or side in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it was like in that price, and I was, do I have to do it? Do I need it really? Do I really, really, really need it? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean. Four days later, I received the game, and I was like, I hope this works on my Switch. Yeah. Because I, I read the review stuff like, if you play in there in your console, it will say in the English version, stuff like that. Yeah, but I have to say I have to really muchísimas gracias. <laughs> I th- I have to say a lot of good stuff about you because you make you made me watch a really wonderful and uh, fucking awesome stuff. Well, thank the camera you. Camera writer stuff. I definitely appreciate it. That puts us. That's, I literally have a smile on my face from that. And I definitely thought of you when it came down to this podcast, as well as, like, Shinjay. And I know we put the post out there, and I know, like, some people probably were busy with other stuff. And I have respect for that. Um, and so, I'm, as we're going to wrap up this portion with the um, why we got into Toku, um, I definitely know, once again, Battle for the Grid. It's an amazing game. It's a, like, even if you don't want to buy all the characters... You can get that game for about twenty. It's literally twenty bucks for just the standard edition. I wouldn't. Would I say buy the, um, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it the legendary edition, but it's not called that. But the collector's edition, no, because you're not gonna get the um the V2 Green Ranger skin, so it's not even worth the time. But yeah, like being a part of the Battle for the Grid community definitely motivated me more to not only learn the game, but to you know kind of relive some of the stuff with Power Rangers and you know being on Twitter talking with a lot of people from the Power Ranger Sentai community. And I, because I know, like, I don't know if I'm Power Ranger. I'm a look on here, like, on Twitter. I always respond to um the Power Ranger hype person, because he like I get the Power Rangers hype account. I give is, is at Power Rangers fun. If you're gonna ever follow that person, this he has been he or she has been going five thousand percent. Like they've st- since. February 2020. They've been watching Power Rangers, not like from beginning to where it's going to be at. And right now they're on Operation Overdrive. And I'm gonna say it here: I will make sure to watch rewatch Operation Overdrive. I know people said that sucked. I know I said that it sucked at one point, and I was like, I "Oh my god, too. this is the worst." I'm like, "This is like the worst Power Ranger season ever." I'm gonna give it a second chance. And yeah, after that end season, yeah. holy shit! Exactly. I mean, and it's like, and after like, I'm wa- so sorry for the spoilers. <laughs> yeah, and it's like after watching, like after like you know watching what um the Power Rangers hype um account is doing, and like they finished Mystic Force, and I'm like, oh my goodness, Mystic Force, Mystic Force was actually really good because my thinking was like, cause I was like, oh yeah, guess what? They wearing capes. Power Rangers don't wear capes. I'm like, okay, let's get that my part. Well, let's throw that out the, the window. <laughs> like, that's my, my girlfriend thing. say the same thing. Uh, they say they look lame. Why? They wear capes. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, <laughs> they don't need. To, I'm like, they don't need to wear capes. What is this? Like, Superman is like, oh no, but it's like it's supposed to be more like Harry Potter and magic and stuff like that. But I'm like, okay, I got it. Um, and I will actually, when I remember that, I told some friends about that show. And it was like, why you watch it? Because I didn't know that Power Rangers could have magic. Exactly. Um, it was a mind blow to me. Yeah. So, and I'm trying to think. I just had this thought in my head. Oh, got it. So, you know, when in college, like I, like my lovely girlfriend, but what she's not watching this right now because she's at work, more likely. But I know her sister's in here, and. As I'm gonna, I'm gonna transition back to that original thought, but I want to give shout outs to two people, especially um, first and foremost to your girlfriend. Um, I, I radio. She's cute. Uh, her, I, but I'm a, her I'm a, name is Erica Raven. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I was gonna shout out the Twitter as well. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, Takira Raven, and AKA Irata underscore MG. Thank you very much for making the logo for that other that other Toku podcast. I was so happy to see it, and I know you did on such short notice. I do thank you for that, and I would definitely say I would like to continue working with you on it, as well as like What If Girl, because I know What If Girl made my icon, my Protosonic icon, and I'm like I've always I always give her shout outs with that kind of stuff. So I'll make sure for both of you when when I get back on the Twitter later on tonight I'm going to give both of you shout outs because your artwork is amazing the designs that you do are fantastic and 
I know for a fact that we're both very appreciative of all the work that you do as an artist for this. Um, so I hope my girlfriend understand that. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so too. But I will make sure. I, I mean, I will make sure. Like when I put the tweet out, I know you're gonna translate it and everything. Because I, as I said, as we talked before, my Spanish is not that great. I haven't done. I haven't learned like practice any spanish since college so my english like my spanish has been thrown out the window basically (laughs) um but like my girlfriend english is not good (laughs) yeah but i'll definitely say this like that to wrap up this section i would definitely say like my girlfriend and i we both watched camarader drive and then we also watched armor hero which is a chinese tokusatsu show and I'll say this, with all the Toku shows that we're going to be talking about, whether it's going to be, you know, Armor Armor Hero, I'm, I'm, I got this, god damn, that's stuck in my head now, but with Ultraman, Armor Hero, um, some other shows as well, maybe even some Kamen Riders or even Super Sentai or Power Rangers, we're going to make sure we want to promote the official release of them. We are, I definitely will, I'm definitely, I'm a proponent of let's try to make sure we watch the official release as best as we can. Um, I know for a fact it's going to be a lot harder when it comes down to Kamen Rider and stuff like that because of Toei's um, restrictions on it. And I was even thinking like Toei has like their own channel now where they're showing like the Space Sheriff shows and other Toku shows, even like some really like the very beginning of Super Sentai with like Go Ranger and, um, I think I don't have mask. They have I think they have Bioman on there, but the issue is is that Toei's like Toei usually puts copyrights on their stuff. Their copyright game is so strong that they're copyrighted their own stuff on their own channel. So that was a very interesting thing to see. <laughs> yeah. So we'll definitely try to make sure to promote the official releases of the show of the shows that we're watching, and the first show that we're actually going to be talking about is Ultraman Z and with this show you can watch it for free on YouTube right now you can watch it right now to do that um, with English subs yep especially with the English subtitles as well and the real Janem yep Shout Factory they're releasing Comrade on their Toka Shoutsu service you are absolutely right they've done the original Comrade and they yeah, already done you. and they've done Kuga and, You're so lucky. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say this. I'm gonna. I was thinking we could talk about this because I know. I think because it's getting closer to the actual Comic Con week to an extent. I wonder what have happened that took a took a shout to um, Marcos the YouTube channel um, and took a shout to. They are uh, yeah took a shout to and IGN if I remember correctly. They are actually going to premiere the. He- the Heisei Generations Forever movie on there. July 11th. 11th, right? Yep, July 11th. But I think if I, I gotta look at the tweet for it, I don't think it's coming to YouTube until about August, September. And I think that's also for Tokushatsu as well on the Pluto TV app. And I think Tubi TV. But if that's the case, I think we can hold off on that. Because we can finish, we can probably get through a good chunk of Ultraman Z before that. Oh no! I realized. Yeah, the fun fact: Janem comes from the X Eight villain. 
I'm gonna say okay to that because I don't really know that much about X Aid. We'll put that on the. We'll probably put, we're gonna put that on the list as well. I'm gonna tour. I will, I will make... watch it. I will watch EX Eight if Balling says here in the chat. Watch it. Exactly. So Ball, if you say watch it, then we will say forget the reviewer thing. We're just gonna go straight to watching X Aid. <laughs> I will pause force to watch X Aid. <laughs> I will... I'm not going to pause... I recommend you to watch it. It's really cool. Okay. I will definitely make sure to watch for it. I apologize if you hear in the background, like, stop, like, popping going off, because clearly people think it's still 4th of July when it's July 5th with fireworks. Well, at least you have fireworks. Sometimes I have gunshots here. I've, I had the occasional gunshot once or twice, and I'm like, okay. I have to say this. Bienvenido a Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um. Yeah. Basically, we can't escape. We can't escape X Aid. It's gonna be. It's gonna be, at some point. We're gonna be forced to watch X Aid. Um. But let's actually get into our review of Ultraman Z, or as you told me, Ultraman Zeta. Well, when I hear about it, uh, for the for the website. First thing about the YouTube release, it was it was copies copies tracked by the same company. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> See, their copyright the you copyright copy- game is so strong that they copyright themselves. Yeah, in the same day after that, uh, it was in a Facebook page here in Mexico. Mm-hmm. it was called Super Sentai Latino America. Okay. And they say they they have they have released the first episode of Ultraman C. You can watch it in the website right now. Yeah. And I was okay. Let's watch. First thing I have I, the first thing the episode starts is with the people running. Is also they show you that they have uh, they are related from the previous shows. Why? Because. When the when there is a monster in the in the team, there is a really info, uh, really tiny info of how that how that monster is called and uh, his subtitle. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I definitely I do remember that part because they do talk about that a little bit in that. Um. That. And the opening, I was like. I think I know his voice, but from where? Then my brother was watching an anime called One Punch Man. Uh-huh. In the very opening of the episode, you can hear One Punch. And I was, wait a minute. Wait. Rewind that episode. Let's watch it again, the episode, the opening. And oh my fucking God. Okay, that I didn't notice. So the opening is sung. Wow, the opening is sung by the man that does the One Punch Man theme. I did not know that. Okay, I got. Now I'm gonna have to re. I'm gonna have to rewatch it and be like. A fun fact. Did you know that guy also sang the Power Rangers Mighty Morphin version? Really? Not the Super Sentai. The Power Morphin. I mean the Power Rangers Mighty Morphin. He sung uh, the American version too. 
Why? I don't know. I, I didn't know that. I mean, I learn something new every day with this. Um, so, the episode's, well, the episode name is Chant My Name. And it really starts off with, and I kind of, my brain thought of it, it looked like a Godzilla, like, it looked like Godzilla. But the Kaiju Gomez is rampaging through Japan. And literally, I, at this point... And it was saved by Serenger. Yeah. And it's like, some people should have been, some people should have been squished. Because it's like the way they showed it. And I do give props because, like, Ultraman, from what I can see from this first episode, really does stick to the, just the giant, like, when you think of Power Rangers, like the giant Megazord battles. And it's not that much CGI that goes on with it. There's a lot of special effects of, like, the damaged buildings and the sparks and the explosions and stuff like that. Like, that really takes me back. And it really was awesome. But yeah, so... Savenger... Um, our giant robot... I'm gonna call it our giant... Our giant robot friend from Storage... Is... Yeah, it's kind of like a Wally with a really big sad face. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh my god, this has to be the dumbest looking robot. But it's like... I, but the robot... <laughs> exactly. The robot can literally kick ass. Like... Like, Savenger within the... Like, because Savenger has three batteries. Each one worth a minute. It only had three minutes. And Yoko... Yeah, I'm trying... Yeah, Yoko... Yeah, Yoko is um, driving it right now. She's also a part of storage. And within the span of three minutes... You know, Haruki, our, one of our main characters... He's goofy. He's good-hearted. He saves a dog from being squished by um, Gomez. And... Yoko because he tried to save a dog. Yes, and you know, he almost got squished with the dog. But Savenger literally uppercuts Gomez like to death. Like the uppercut killed Gomez right away. And the uppercut Goodbye. was bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. And the uppercut was so strong, Savenger lost balance and was like boom like and she was like, Haruki! It's like, uh, he's in trouble. And then yeah, it goes into... The, and I'll say it definitely went into the theme song. Beautiful theme song. Yeah. About what you... Yeah, you now you got me stuck. It. You got it stuck in my head now. Dude, when I watched it, it was stuck in my head like the three whole weeks. Yeah. Right now is the third episode. Mm-hmm. So watching the website, like we said before. And... That opening song, it's really cool because it has like the energy from the Power Rangers. Is that? Oh yeah, I felt mo- like I felt energized with. I'm like, oh my god, this is a banger! Like I can work out to this and be like, yeah, I'm like, I, I feel like I'm Ultraman right now. Like, give me the three, yeah. give me the three um, medals. Boom, 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 bam! Here we go. I feel strong now. Um, After the opening scene, they show you the toys. Yes, and I even want those toys, but at the same time, they look kind of meh. I mean, I definitely it's give them my style. I give the them. S- I'll definitely say I. I will. I, I looked at my. Like, oh my god, these toys! Like you're right. Like the toys do look awesome, and I'm like, if that's if that's how you should do it. If you're gonna put your show on YouTube, leave the commercials in there. Like, and I, I feel like 
they could do that work. Like just do that work. Good job with that. Exactly, because it's like it was just seamless. Like they they filled up the thirty minute time span. Like I think it ended up being like twenty eight minutes. But it was like you start part of the show, intro, commercial, continue the show a little bit, another commercial, then a commercial for the um the mobile game for Ultra, the Ultraman anime show. I want that. <laughs> I uh, want everything they show it. Yeah, and I'm like, that was awesome. Like they did it, they did it flawlessly with it. And I'll definitely say like Toei, they can learn from this because, well, you know that. Yeah, they did a really good job with that. Yeah, because this side, this side of the planet in the USA and in the Mexico, two guys say, I want that. Exactly. Like I want those, I want that, I want that so badly. Like I, like if they did that, like I'm saying this right now, they did that for Comrider Zero One. And they showed the commercial with the for the Zero One driver. I'm like, you sold me on that Zero One driver. Shut up and take my money. Also, did you know you can find the the Pro Ice key from Drive in Amazon? Now, you, now I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> you have to. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm always, always every day, I watching Amazon in my side because you know Amazon in Mexico and Amazon in the USA it's not the same thing. They have like maybe you are interested, maybe you are interested in this. And they showing a pro wise key from Cameron Rider with Drive. Yeah. And was Proto will like this. Proto y- will love it. Yes. Like I see it, this is awesome. It's sixty six bucks. You need three AAA batteries, and now the problem is, is that gonna fit on my waist? Because I know they, I know they, they do have extenders out there somewhere along the line. But I'll think about it. That might be, that might be a nice. Ooh, so you kind of got me an idea for Halloween this year. Like, hopefully where I work, it we can do a Halloween thing, and I'm gonna be like, I'll just be Arto. Yeah, you can find it. Uh, well, in the chat say. You can find progress key in Amazon, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I find it in my site in Mexico, you could find it in the USA version of Amazon. Exactly. You can get a lot of stuff from Kamen Rider, Ultraman, Super Sentai easily in the Amazon site. Well, at least I know. Because when I try to look for it in the Mexico site, it's like, uh, we don't know what you're looking for. But we can show you this pan. Mm-hmm. I was, why want a pan? Why you show me this? Um. So, um. So once again, well, the commercial. Continue with. <laughs> Let's continue with our synopsis and everything. So, of course, like we only met a little bit of the storage group, and like the storage group is now like an like an ultra manager your military group per se where instead of like you know they're driving not driving like giant ships or planes and stuff like that they are going to be using they're going to be using mechs they're fly yeah and those and like their mechs are awesome and once again like savenger even though it looks goofy savenger can actually do some work (laughs) um (laughs) and so the director of course, he's going to reprimand Haruki and storage for the damages because technically that's Haruki's fault. But the captain of storage is like, I clearly understand. You want to help people out. You are willing 
to say you are willing to save everybody even if that means like protecting life even if that means you have to die you are willing to protect life by any means and he just basically told him like you gotta kind of keep your head like keep your head on straight so you don't get yourself killed um and so that was a nice thing to introduce us to some of the characters the captain yeah he kind of he's a little bit standoffish i'm not gonna call him a douche right away because I don't know that much about him. Because I do love some of the banter that he, like him and the other person. And I think she's like the analytical person of it. They never said her name. But she has so much knowledge of some of these kaiju that are in there. And she's like, she's, she gets so excited when she sees it. And it's like, yeah. I, well, also, it's the same thing. If you notice this from the next episode. Uh, it's kind of a spoiler. I don't know if you want to hear it. Uh, not yet. I haven't seen the second episode yet. I, well, I've only I've literally only watched the first episode two times. Well, I have to say this: it knows and it don't know at the same time. Mm-hmm. My translation was kind of messed up and probably couldn't understand it. Okay. It's really weird because in the same time they sh- they show you new stuff. From the Ultraman universe, at the same time they show you previous stuff from the Ultraman universe. Yeah. Because after the that introduction with the director, uh, they sh- they send you to the space where you see Ultraman Zero, uh, who is a master right now mm-hmm. of Ultraman Set. Well, they call it Set of and Z. Like, what did you call you? Whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm they a, are fine. Yeah, I'll call it Zeto, but yeah. Now, let's call him Zeto. They show you they're fighting with a really big thing, like a shark with a, a big-ass knife in his nose. Yes, and the name of it was Ferocious Space Shark Ganengarg. And, I mean, Ganengarg was pretty dope, like... Like he was well, like Ganengar was willing to fight. Like they fight in like from the moon, going all the way towards Earth, and before they even before well, it's not like the moon. It's more like other planet. It yeah, has, it has like the well. You have to watch the previous show too, because uh... I was like, uh, "What is that? Uh, let's look for it." Okay, it's another planet. Okay, what is the name of the planet? Is this name? Okay, uh, what is that planet? Uh, oh, holy shit. Okay. It's a lot of stuff you have to learn. Well, I definitely now I'm on it. I'm going to have to go back and be like, time to watch the preview shows. Um, So, Ganengar, of course, he's spitting out the asteroids. And also, he pull he shoots out a bulleton vortex. And that was the name of it from um, Ultraman Zero from Master. And he was like... Oh crap! It's a vol- It's a bulleton, and uh, the bulleton is something like a wormhole. Yeah. For, for uh, and he's going to send you another universe, and he uh, he was like, "Oh my god, I can't escape." Seto, take this, and he throws uh, he throws him the we'll call it like a morpher. The advertisement for toys. <laughs> well, the advertisement. Yeah, the advertisement for toys. <laughs> Also, he looks cool. Yeah, and so he. he throws, there you go. He looks like uh, what's that? What type of weapon you could call it? Um, 
I feel like oh my goodness, I'm trying to think of it. I, I it kind of looks like the um, like the not like I'm thinking of it like I'm from Black Panther from what um, what I'll say T'Challa's girlfriend had like the um, like the blade like the blade gauntlets and stuff like that. It kind of looks like that, but it's like you gotta place the three medals in there and you gotta do this whole process. But kind of getting a little further ahead of ourselves. Um, of course, um, Master um, Zero throws the medals to Zeto. And he basically tells him, you got to grab the rest. Because Ganengar ate a whole bunch of them. And you got to get the rest of them back. I can't do the job anymore because I'm being like thrown somewhere else in the universe. Goodbye. <laughs> yep. And it's like, goodbye. And so... And Zato's like, oh my god, these are the um, medals of my masters. And during that time frame, Ganengar is like, okay, I'm just going to go straight down to Earth now. And back in Japan we go. Um, And this is just like the small stuff of like, okay, we actually get to see Savenger doing some other stuff. Like, clearly like rebuilding. And Haruki's in it. He's being nice and gentle. And, you know, waving to you the people in Avenger. When I watched that, I was like, ah, interesting. In every show I remember, they never showed this. <coughs> they never showed when... Uh, bless you. Thank bless you. you. Uh, they never showed when the big fight ends. They never show you how they clean it. Exactly. Like, this is, like, you're right. They never show, like, oh, what's the, what's the cleanup like for this? And it's like, well, they got the giant robot that did it to clean up. But I'm like, Oh, that is actually very how clever. They, how they do it? <laughs> it's like it was like how they do it. Exa- oh. Exactly. Uh, you don't got like Zoran being like Power Rangers. You made a mess. Y'all gotta go clean it up. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> you don't see that happening. Also, you just notice every time, for example, the Power Rangers when they fight, they never hit a car, a building, or kill somebody. That's true. In in Ultraman, you would look like, well, if somebody was there, he's completely dead. Like, they're more likely dead. Yeah. And Ultraman is like... see that a lot. Yeah, and in Ultraman, once again, it's a great thing with, spe- like, how they do the tokusatsu special effects and everything. Like, like when you see, like, Ultraman or the kaiju go through the um, buildings and stuff like that, it's like, no, that's a person. Like that's actually like a person going through that building, even though it's not a real building. It's like like standard special effects, probably like cardboard and wood and stuff like that. But it's like they gotta be like they gotta throw them, either get thrown or get them or throw themselves back into it. Like that's cool, no matter what. Um, the and I think uh, I think let me let me be honest. Yep. When I see the monsters, I was. They look ugly as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I was like, well, at least they do it like the old ways. Yeah. They look more more like a a guy in a suit. And that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, in Kamen Rider and Super Sentai slash Power Rangers, you see that. But it's more like you ignore it. Exactly, like in Ultraman, you really do kind of look and like, oh yeah, this is clearly a dude in a suit. But it yeah. works perfectly for the dude in a suit. Like I know, I think Kira Major right now was doing that. Like where they have some of their villain, like villains of the week, 
are just people in suits. And I'm like, with a big ass mask. With a big ass mask, and it's like it it is working. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, it work. Yeah. <laughs> so the kaiju falls to Earth, and it's Avenger. Like um, Yoko tells Haruki that there is a meteor. Oh wait, no, it's a kaiju coming down, and it lands right in front of him. And is like, and Haruki's like, I'm gonna fight it. And they're like, wait a minute, don't do that. There's something else coming down. And as it comes down and it lands, we meet our boy once again, Ultra Man Zeto. And these two, Haruki and Zeto. They fight it out because at this point, um, Savenger only has a two limit, two minute timer because one battery is already being used because he clearly pops out the first battery. And yeah. honestly, the big thing I wrote about that fight was the punch at the end, like the punch towards, like when he punched um, Ganengar back and. Ganengar, like it's little to me. It was like it's a falcon punch. Like you falcon punched him so hard, he went back. Like he went flying. Was it effective? The, nah. I mean, if, also, if you watch it when they're fighting, when Ganengar bites the set of arm, you can see when Savengar grabs his head, and you can see when it, when there is no in, there is no head in that suit. Yeah. Holding his arm, and what? And he's like, "This is so goofy, but I love it." Yeah, exactly. Grab the horn. Oh yeah, grabbing the horn, punching it, throwing elbows and everything, and that. With that, um, like after that punch, um, Ganengar decides to be like, "I'm just gonna shoot missiles now out of my mouth and out of my back." And it actually stops, like, stops them a little bit. It stops Avenger and Zeto from fighting. And it literally is, like, gives um, Ganengar the perfect time to just be like, I'm going to go to this evacuation shelter and just destroy it and fuck it all up. Um, and that's when Yoko's like, hey, guess what? You got to get over to the evacuation center because they're about, because this kaiju is about to destroy it. Um, and then that goes to another commercial, and it you know more toy advertisement, and also the Ultraman. Um, yeah, they they show you how that toy works. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like they give they tell you how the toy works before they actually they start show, using the toy. Yeah, they show you the toy. Well, let's call it like sword lock. Let's call it like that. Yeah. You have to first introduce the card. The card will say the name of the hero in this time. Then you have to introduce the coins or medals. And every time you move the coin medal in the card, the score club says the name. They say it's a zero, ace, and Toro, I think. Yeah, it was like that, right? I think so. It was that or Leo. Oh, Leo, 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 yeah. But I definitely see what you mean. Like you get, like it's a process with it, but it's a good process. But after after you show the three medals in the card, it will say the nom the it will say the name of that version of Ultraman. Yeah. Because after that, well, it is kind of 
tiny spoiler. You can the sword loop says Ultraman Seto Alpha H. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's like because it's a combination of all three of the Ultraman, like whether it's the design or the powers. And I th- we're definitely gonna get onto that like in a, like a minute or two because spoiler alert, we're back from the commercial break and. Ganengar not only shoots lasers like towards the um, shelter, but also shoots a giant laser, and clearly that would kill everybody. But Gan um, but Savenger and Zeto they jump right in front of it, and I give props to Zeto because you just see because as Savenger's like oh I'm getting hit and hitting everything, and and Zeto's getting hit, but at least he punched some of the missiles out the way. and we reach this point in the middle of the show where spoiler alert our two characters die (laughs) this is kind of funny thing because that always happened exactly if I remember correctly that always happened in the Ultraman universe uh huh oh yeah please correct me um I'm trying to remember. I think so. And because I remember in Ultraman Hayato, Hayate, I can't remember that fucking name. Mm-hmm. Let me check for it. <laughs> okay. So as you're checking, they basically, like, Haruki dies. And Zetsu's like, hey, buddy, guess what? I got the name. You died. <laughs> so it's, the name was? Hayata. Oh, Hayata. Hayata. Okay. And so uh, that happened in the show. The old hero die and the Ultraman dies. But it's war it's like the same. Yeah. You it, died, you you show your bravery, you are with me, you are going to revive. Yeah. And definitely like Zeto was like that a little bit. He was like, Oh yeah, I'm also in ultra peril right now. And just to notice with Zeto he uses ultra a lot in his phrasing, which I have no problem with because he's like, your earth and knees is weird. And Haruki's like, well, the way you talk is weird. And so, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and Haruki's like, I want to go back and fight. Like, because he's like, like he, he found out like, okay, what about Ganengar? Uh, Ganengar's still out there. And he's like, I want to go back and fight. And Zeto is like, I get, I'm going to give you the option right now. You can either just, like, he didn't say it like this, but it's like, either you can stay dead, or we can merge together, and you get your life back. And he takes that option of, I'm going to work with Zeto. We are going to merge and become one. And I would definitely say this, I love the banter between them. Because it's like, it's like a nice little buddy cop thing going on. But don't forget, uh, Seto always says ultra for something. Yes. He is ultra strong. Yes, he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, we're in ultra peril right now. And he's like, because like, as he's explaining how to use the toy, like the, um, I would say the morpher, the henchin device. Pun. That little pun. Yeah, he was like, like here's what you gotta do. And Hark, he's like, we kind of got to speed this up a little bit. We're taking it like we're taking a little too long. He's like, don't worry about it. Like a minute here is literally like because they're in like the ultraverse, like kind of like a, I would say like a limbo kind of thing. He's like, okay, Zeto's like, a minute here is like a second out in the real world. 
we're fine. And fine, so whatever. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> He's he he does. He's like, okay, take this. Press the button. Okay, I press the button. Oh look, a giant square comes out of here. Go into the square. Base is like taking a picture of you for your ID. And he's like, What is this? Well, you forget the most important thing. What I forget? When he crossed that square, the Ultraman thing set up, it's behind his back and he said, You have to chant my name. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. What is your name? Uh, it's Ultraman Seto. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go through that and he tells him like, Okay, you gotta put these in here, you're gonna pull the like you're gonna put the metals in here, you're gonna slot like insert like insert the metals and do like a little slot thing like a gachapon or like the um thing for a gumball machine and you just like push it in there and the coins go in there the metals go in there. He's like, Chant my name and he's like Ultraman Zeto. He's like, You gotta say it louder and he's like, Ultraman Zeto and then he's like one minute later oh yeah and he's buddy, like hey buddy hey buddy yeah <laughs> the he's like you gotta hit the button, button. And he's like oh bang that was, that, was <laughs> that was funny I love that he's like you gotta press the button he's like which button like like the same button you used before and it's like bang and it's like then we get the iconic Ultraman power up like the, the power up um transition where it's like you go from small to big to really big and all up in your face. And this yeah. and this right here was Ultraman Zeto Alpha Edge. Dude, when they showed the uh, the Ultraman, I was like, wait a minute, I remember you, I remember you, and I remember you. Yeah. I don't know your name, but I remember you. Yeah, and, he's, and when they're doing the round, like, I'm basically calling this round two of the fight. From Ganengar versus um, Zeto Alpha Edge, it was like, oh my goodness! I'm what like this. This is what space martial arts is like. The space martial arts is like. It's amazing. I'm like, did we just literally just name that space martial arts? Cool, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like that. It's a really generic name. Like, oh, what kind of martial arts did you learn? I learned space martial arts, and I'm like, good for you, buddy. And then. I don't know. I think this was from Zero. Like, the, um, when he did the, um, not the Zamasu beam, beam at the end, but the, um, nunchucks. Like, the beam, like, the blade, elect, like, the blade energy nunchucks. Like, that was cool. Cause he's like, cause Ganengar is like, I'm gonna just shoot missiles at this point. Like, just blast them. And it's just like, bang. Like he's like, blocking I all of them. Alpha Edge is beating his ass. Yeah, Alpha Edge is beating his ass. And the only thing Ganengar could do was like, let me just turn into a. Let me just turn myself into a missile and just charge them, and this is where like the took like that special effects come in handy, because it's like you see like after like the tackle, you see them just like go into the building, and then they transition to the other side of the building. You just start seeing it shaking everything, and you just hear, Hrah! and they're going up into the sky out of all things, and it's like I'm gonna send you into space. <laughs> it's like. And um, Zeto's like, yeah, buddy, that's not happening. Well, when they, well, when the Ultraman said to Alpha H, show it, and he shout the noises, I was, wait a minute, I remember this. Yeah, and that's the one thing I definitely like with Ultraman in particular. Like, I think about Ultraman and, my, and Power Rangers. Like, with Power Rangers, you see, like, the sparks and the bounce, bounce, and all that stuff. 
but with Ultraman, you hear like the huh, huh, like, huh. Like, you, you actually house? have the grunts and everything. And I find that really cool. Like, and it really does help to give like. I definitely feel like a gift definitely gives the um, more personification to the actual heroes in a sense. Like, it's not just a giant robot. Like, this is like a living being actually fighting not only for not only for their life, but it's like for the actual world, the entire universe. Yeah, but also you notice this: they speak in Japanese, but when it's in the universe of our side, they don't speak Japanese. Yeah, it's like ultra. They'll... Yeah, they only do sounds like yeah, oh, ha, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. But when they, when he do the his ultra moves, he say the ultra moves. Oh, so that so he's saying the ultra in a really broken Japanese cross English. Oh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, so. Um, we're getting towards the end of that episode, of the first episode of Zeto, because, of course, we're going to end off with the iconic beam attack, which clearly destroys the kaiju, and this was the Z- the Z- uh, Zetis, Z- oh, I can't pronounce it, Zetismu, Zetismu, um, beam. I said it right there. Where to pronounce it? Yeah, as I said, next time, next episode, we will definitely, we're definitely gonna practice our pronunciation of some of these words. Dude, I watched the episode five times and I can't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Ganengar is defeated, and of course, like you know, um, Z- Zeto is in the air. And it's like, okay, time to go off into the, like, go off into space and, you know, return Haruki back to where he was. And the cool thing is that because it's, it's Ultraman Z or Ultraman Zeto, when he goes off in the space, he makes a letter Z in the process. <laughs> I mean, that that's cool. I like that. It's not just a simple fly off into the air and just be like, oh, where did Ultraman go? The world may never know. It's like, ah, he kind of left a trail. And what's his trail? The letter Z. Which is cool. Um, Haruki. Uh, also, also uh, I, I did a little uh, tiny research. And the ray was like, Seitumu Kosen. So in English, translation is Sestium Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um... Also, the. the the Squirt Globe is called Ultra Z Riser. Oh, okay. Oh, the Ultra Z Riser. That's the... Okay. Um, so... That's the toy. <laughs> the, the toy slash morpher. The Ultra Z Riser. And so, the the Kaiju of the Week is defeated, and Haruki is sent back, and Zeto's like, dude, you gotta find, after, like, we destroyed the monster, you need to get the medals back. And he's like, wait, what medals? And it's like, you'll, like, you'll basically know what they look like. And he's like, oh. He actually, he found three, he found three, he found two, two of them right away, because they were right by him. And Yoko's calling his name out, like, okay, where's Haruki? Hopefully Haruki's not dead or anything, because Avengers basically destroyed. And out of the sky, comes another metal that hits Haruki and Haruki's like wait what is this and 
basically is like Haruki, not I mean Yoko. Fine, Yoko gets hit with the one medal, and Yoko is like, "Oh my goodness, Haruki, how did you live through that? You should have died." And it's like, "Well, Ultraman Z, Ultraman Zeto saved me in the nick of time." He's like, "Ultraman Zeto," and he's like, "Yeah, cool, dude." And so they don't even yeah and they don't even talk about like the medals or anything she's just like okay hq Haruki's in one piece but we do see a mysterious third person collect three medals and we don't know who this person is and we don't even we don't even see the face we only see the back of the person's hair in their hand that's it uh it's basically the end of the episode because we do see something at the end where it's like, oh yeah, Ganengar, like, Ganengar's fragments were, you know, picked up and they're going to be disposed of. And this character, Kaburagi, spills the fragments and then one of those fragments actually, like, goes onto his face like like a face hugger from aliens and possesses him. And out, and out of the, um... And out of the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, um, the the remains that was in the bin that he that um, Kaburagi had he yeah, finds kind of like that remains yeah he finds he grabs a <laughs> yeah he like the leftovers he grabs a Z riser out of it and this mysterious fragment that's glowing he's like this is like the possessed Kaburagi talking and he was like the saying the names which is probably like somebody like a kaiju or the ultra possessed the person is like oh look we're back together now we're gonna cause some havoc and that's that's honestly where the episode ends and episode two is like it's gonna be talking about you know this kaiju that can absorb electricity and stuff like that but we'll hold off on that one for next week so i would say as a first episode crown how did you think of it like would you have people watch Ultraman Zeto just based off that first episode? Oh, yes. Okay. And I would definitely agree with you on that. You told me that you like we wanted that you wanted to review Kamen Rider Zeto, and I'm like, okay, let's do this. You kind of got me into this now, and I was like, we're going to enjoy this train ride as we're going <laughs> along for it. Um, also, uh, in my research, I found this. The Alpha H version of Ultraman Seto uh-huh. corresponds to the Reiwa era. Really? Yeah. So. And then, uh, if you see in the in the opening, there there is like three versions of him. That is that true. That corresponds to Alpha H, Beta Smash, and Gamma Future. Oh, okay. So once again, I, I do like that because once again, like. Every every show in Japan right now has transitioned to the Reiwa um, saga, the Reiwa era. Cause I know we have the Showa, then Heisei slash Neo Heisei, and now we're in the Reiwa era of all these shows, which is amazing. I feel like a lot of these shows are doing a phenomenal job. I haven't watched Kira Manger yet, and I, from what I can tell, people love it. I know a lot of people are loving Zero One at this point, and I definitely will say Ultraman is now definitely a show that I'm going to keep watching from beginning to end with it. 
and as I'm like I'm on Twitter right now, I'm looking at this. So because like the whole COVID nineteen situation, like like in Japan, production has started back up with a lot of these shows. So in like Kira Manger, in this episode, like from this the new episode that came out today, they do have all the actors spread out, which is cool. Like it it looks awkward. But I think it's going to work out. I think it's going to be possible. So, I definitely think that's how... This is how we kind of end the episode. Or the very... This is how I think we can end the very first episode of that other Toku podcast. Um, as I, as we said before, um, special thanks to... Um, Tara Craven. And, like, Tara Craven, Tara Craven for making the logo for us and you know like what if girl for my icon Tara Tara Craven for um, Crown's icon like both of you have done a phenomenal job with that and a special and shout she, out yeah you go first she say thank you very much right it's, now <laughs> it's no problem um and special shout out to everybody that's watching. I know, like, I'm looking at stuff on Twitch a little bit. I know there might have been a couple of new followers. I don't know. But it is what it is. Um, but once again, a special thanks to all the viewers that were watching on Twitch. And hopefully when I down, like, I download this, like, I highlight it so that it's up on here forever. Highlight, like, highlight it, download it. I want to be able to do the MP3 of it because we will be using Anchor as our distributor for the audio versions of the that other toku podcast show and so that's going to help us with getting it spread out more to like spotify google play itunes all them places so even if you don't catch it on here on twitch you can always catch it using anchor and or going onto like your your standard podcasting application whether spotify google podcast whatever one you use um with that said as i said big shout out to everybody that's watching i know my moderator in here aka my girlfriend is watching so thank you for watching you're awesome and thank you to everybody that has been watching i i love that we like i i appreciate all the love that we're getting from this and you know this is the beginning I definitely think we can finish like the first season. I definitely think we can go beyond the first season of this show. And it's going to be up to you guys to continue watching, spreading the word out there, and just all that. So, um, you could definitely, like, and let's just get this part out the way. Where can they find you, Crown? Where can they find you at in this, well, you know, internet? They can internet find verse? me in Twitch. And. On Twitter, in Twitter, you can find me like Crown is King OP. Okay. Um, you will you will know it's me because it's the same picture like here. Yeah. The turquoise, turquoise color, uh, with a banner of Go Go Chibi Rangers made by my girlfriend. Nice. So, and then you can also find me, of course, on this channel at proto, like proto underscore Sonic on Twitch. And then on Twitter at Proto underscore Sonic 720. Sadly to say, Proto underscore Sonic was 
clearly got taken, so I had to add the 720 in it. Like, this is like Tony Hawk Pro Skater or something. But <laughs> you can definitely find us on our Twitters. Hopefully, maybe within the next couple of weeks, we'll have a Twitter specifically for that other Toku podcast. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. And the audio version of this show should be out within the next week, maybe week or two. So just be on the lookout for that. We'll put out links and stuff on our Twitters and everything. And we'll more likely have these every Sunday, more likely. When in doubt, we might change it to be like a different day. Like we might change it to be like maybe like a Saturday or a Friday or whatever, depending on what our schedules are like. But definitely... Once we have a solidified schedule, we'll let you guys know. And we really do appreciate everybody watching. You guys are fantastic. Your gal, you guys and gals are fantastic, awesome, whatever adjective you want to put with it. We really do appreciate you guys, everybody just coming to the inaugural episode of that other Toku podcast. So Also, if you have more suggestions to the next topic, you could do it. Yeah. Just say to us. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you, like, once again, on our Twitters, if you want to leave us a message or you want to, like, mention us in a, like, a tweet or something, like, we want, we will gladly continue doing the episode reviews, but we want to have, like, some more flavor with it as well. So, like, how we talked about what we got in, how we got into Toku and everything, we definitely want a topic for next week. So, if you have a topic for next week, let us know so that we can kind of come up with an idea of what we're going to say and, you know, even if it's, like, a little debate and stuff like that. I'm well, like I think we can do it, and maybe one day we'll have some um, guest host, like guests on here, whether they are indie Toku people or just Toku fans in general. And so, yeah. with that said, this is Proto Sonic. I'm Crown King, and you have officially just finished watching that other Toku podcast. Ride on, and always. I'm trying to think. I don't have a. I don't have an outro, but. Right on, my friends. <laughs> right on. <laughs>